It's four things, baby. It's four things. It's not more things. This is definitely, definitely going to be a four things. Um, what up, everybody? Uh, my name is GM. Um, I'm the host around here. Uh, like I said, this is Four Things Podcast. This is where we break down NFTs, hip hop, and pop culture. Um, been doing this for about almost six months now. Uh, a lot of a lot of episodes, a lot of content. You can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all that kind of good stuff. Um, one thing I don't like to do is I don't like to start off the show and have it be all dry on some, hey, everybody, welcome to, we're not, we're not going to do that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to intro the guests. I'm going to have the guests intro themselves. Uh, guests, if you could go ahead, let the people know who you are, what you do, why they may know you, or why you would want them to know you. Okay. My name is Psalm One, aka Hologram Kizzy from Chicago, Illinois. I'm an artist. I'm an educated educator. I do a bunch of things, but mostly people know me as a as a rapper. Um, what I do, like I said, I rap, I teach, I write, um, and why you, why you should know me is cause I'm insightful. Uh, I'm, I have a very interesting rap story. I used to be a chemist. I'm, you know, kind of this, uh, I don't know, a, a Renaissance woman, but it's not really, you know, I, I would never call myself that, but. It's you not know, that serious. I'm, but a it think, is. I'm a thinker, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. It's not that serious. I'd never yep. say like no, I know Rome one, uh, mm-hmm. comma, um, <laughs> Renaissance. You know, what, you know what I like to pat myself on the back like that is, and I realized this recently, and somebody was like, yo, don't ever call yourself that. And I'm like, but why? Like, we should, like, I like to call myself a visionary. You're like, and, toot, and, toot, motherfucker. Yeah. And people are like, yo, you can't call yourself a visionary. Like, you can't introduce yourself as a visionary. And I'm like, all right, look, I know I can't, but the thing is, is like, I've always been ahead of the curve. Like that's, that's the thing. Like I'm not good at a whole lot of shit in life, but the one thing that I'm really good at, like Sam, like I like respect to Sam for being on the show. Number one, um, this is, this has been a long time coming, I think, cause I reached out to her to be on the blind box. Um, when I was doing the blind box before the old podcast that we had, um, we weren't able to link that up. But uh, but that's just because things are busy and whatever. But um, the reason why I wanted to have Sam on the show originally was because Sam, I don't know if you know this or not. I don't think I've ever told you this, but um, I saw you I saw you rock out in Chicago um, when I lived out there, uh, probably in like 2005 or 2006. OK. And I forget the name of the venue that I saw you at. But I know it's one of like the bigger, like one of the like bigger uh, indie hip hop um, venues out there, like the Metro or something. Yeah, 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 yep. And and that's I remember there was a bar. I think there's a bar connected to the place, but it's yeah, not like smart bar. Uh, yep. Okay. So yeah. So we're so we're on the same uh, the same link there. Um, and yo, you killed that shit. Like I when I had Gifted Gab on the show, um, I was explaining to her. I was saying, you know, I'll be the first one to say it. Like, I'm not the dude that grew up listening to to women rappers. Sure. Like, I, like I'm just, I'm very honest about. Like, I'm, I, 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 I've been a rapper, so like to me, it's very hard for me to turn off where like the the mentality of like, okay, I'm going to talk to you like a peer right now, and then okay, I'm going to talk to you like a fan right now, like. I'm always going to talk to you like a peer, whether whether you look at me as a peer or not. I feel like we we you know we struggled through the same hip hop shit. Like it's it's just what it is. Like we have a certain understanding there, whether you you know it or not. And I I can't just ditch that or whatever. So like when I met Elzai for the first time, I'm not a huge Elzai fan. Like I don't go home and listen to Elzai albums and shit like that. It's just not something that I'm I'm used to doing. That doesn't mean that he's a bad rapper. Oh yeah, Elzai is one of the best. Oh my god, he's crazy. And that's I'm telling you, I saw him out at South by, and um, he was up on stage uh, at at um at the barbecue spot, and um. He killed that shit. And, mm-hmm. and when he got off the stage, my boy introduced me to him. Um, actually, Eddie. I don't know if you know Eddie or not. Uh, Eddie FTW from Chicago. Eddie but for the win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know Eddie. I know Eddie and I know um <laughs> I don't want I don't want to call him by the name I know him as. Yep. I call him Spotty. Uh, oh, you know Spotty too. Yeah. What up, Spotty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Spotty because uh You see Spotty out here doing things. You know, I was like I know what space is. I know him mm-hmm. as I know him as Mig. You know what yep. I mean? No disrespect. Don't no, 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 no. Name him something else. But I know him as that. Like he used to come 
he used to be a huge supporter of uh, the rap karaoke party that I used to throw for like years in Chicago. That's how yep. I know Eddie too. Eddie used to do like the IT, like when we were like really bare bones, um, he helped us like uh, collect um, basically rap lyrics and this uh, build a database and run the IT for rap That's karaoke dope. the first couple times. So big shout out to both of them. Eddie's an unsung hero of the uh, of the blog era. Yeah, he's a um, he's a wild guy. Sometimes I had to meet him is. on Twitter and stuff. Yep. But like he's yep. like in person in in real life IRL. Big shout out to him. Big shout out to uh, Spidey as well. When I when I first met Eddie, um, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to vibe with this dude. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I just don't know. Like we vibe online or whatever, but like I think he's a troll. Like I think that he's like an active troll. Like I think that's sure, what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, yeah. But he's then when me I a couple times, shit. But when I met him. He was like, yo, G, what's good? We got to go over to this spot. We got to get food. We got to do this. We got to do that. Like he was out of a cannon from the first second that I met him and it was all love and it's yeah. been all love ever since then. And I'm like, yo, like Eddie's like my little brother and shit like that. Like I'll, I'll, I'll say that to anybody. So, Aww, that's, um, that's Spotty, I, yeah, Spotty, I don't know as well, but Eddie and I, we, we've known each other for a long ass time, but Spotty's a good dude. Um, he's out here, he's doing the NFT thing. That's when, um, I was so to bring it back to what I was saying real quick, just to finish it up. Oh yeah, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's, this world, this happens, bro. This happens all the time. <laughs> it happens all the time on this show. Um, so what happens is, uh, is, is I saw you, uh, I saw Elzai out at South by, and um, and Eddie introduced me to him after the show, and he was like, "Yo, uh, Elzai, this is my boy GM. GM, this is Elzai," and I was like, "Yo." Um, I gotta be honest with you, bro. Like, I'm not a huge fan of yours off like, like audio or whatever, like CD wise. And, and like, and Eddie was like, yo, G, you can't say that shit. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, what, what did I say? And Elzai looked at me and he was like, nah, bro. Like, I would rather have you say that shit and be honest and keep it real with me than have you sit here and tell me, oh, I love all your CDs. And yeah, all be like, name and four songs. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not doing that shit. Like, I'm too old for that. So, like, and even at that age, I was yeah. too old for that, where I was just like, nah, man, like, he, he knows what I'm saying. And he was like, and I was like, yo, but really, what you did up there like you just killed that shit and he was like oh bro i appreciate that so much blah blah blah. and like it was cool as fuck and simon's the same thing with you like i didn't go to that show on some like like my girl listened to you my girl listened to mm-hmm. gene gray sure. um and gene and gene killed it too and i i want to say i don't know if this is right or not but i know i saw y'all both at the same spot but it might have even been the same show if it was south by southwest it wasn't it was- south by it was out in chicago it was out at that that place the smart oh. like the place connected to the smart bar or whatever okay. you were talking about okay it's, it's that one and and that's where i saw you in 2005 and i thought gene might have been on the bill at the same time but either way it was like that same that same era or whatever yeah and i yeah. just know i saw both of y'all and y'all changed my perspective of female rappers for oh. women rappers just moving forward from then on like anytime somebody would say some shit like yeah, but girl rappers can't really spit, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yo, man, if you never listen to someone or you never listen to Gene Gray, like, you don't know what the fuck you're missing, bro. Like, yeah. that's, like that's just straight Much up. Love. Thank you for that, you know? Yeah, so. That era, that time span, like, around um, 2004, 2005, yep. um, there weren't that many no. um, women rappers who we were exposed to as, as mm-hmm. lovers of hip-hop, right? Like, yep. You could be, you could have your ear to the street all day, but if there wasn't like a woman like in your immediate hip hop yep. like circle or neighborhood, so to speak, you didn't know. So like, Bahamadia is the, the go to. Bahamadia, and then it was like Jean <laughs> Grey for me. Like yep. Jean Grey changed my life. You know what I'm saying? I was just really? like, whoa! I was just that's, yeah, that's crazy. I, I know discovered that. her in college, and I was I gee, I remember writing her a long ass letter on her like on her like first website, like, that, like in, in, in like, cause I went down, I went to U of I and right. I remember being at the U of I, like a uh, student union using the computer on Jane Gray's like website, you know, in like 2000 fucking one or something. Right, like right, that, right. You know what I mean? Being like, your, your flow is amazing. You changed my life. Like all that. Around shit. the time I that, that I was on misinfo.tv. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh, that's, man, but yeah, that's it was, crazy. wasn't a, wasn't a lot. So I appreciate you, um, uh, being open to women rappers and, uh, you know, thinking I'm dope. Appreciate it. <laughs> Always. Um, so when you hit me up the other day, you hit me up, you said, uh, your exact, you sent me a DM and your exact DM was, uh, was I'm late and I'm learning. Mm-hmm. You didn't even say nothing else. I already knew what you were talking about. I said, it's, I said, we're about to be on, we got this. Um, so you've been looking into the NFT thing, I'm guessing. Yeah. And I want to do it very intentionally. Right. Because right. I know it's a space that 
everybody jumps on the bandwagon. Mm -hmm. And then especially when like you see about these big ass paydays. Yep. Like I was already I had a friend on my timeline. I'm like my my favorite is becoming Instagram now, but my favorite shit is Twitter because I'm I'm a writer. You know what right. I mean? And, and like the something about the written word and the, the the way that that the functionality of Twitter that always had my heart. But anyway, um, I have a friend on Twitter who is like huge in the crypto and NFT space. Yep. And I mean ad nauseum. You know, sometimes I'm like shut the fuck up, but like yeah. he, he's a wealth of information. So I've been DMing him over the over the last few months during the during the pandemic. We 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 spoke offline, and you know he was he was telling me you know YouTube's to watch about crypto, and you know I've just been slowly getting into like you know my investment game, you know, right? And crypto's been a part of it. NFTs, mm-hmm. I, I already knew what it was, you know. Um, then it was like. You get, you know, you know, when you when you're looking at the mainstream and also um, people on the zeitgeist of things, it, it becomes um, there's an elitist group of people mm-hmm. um, who, you know, ha- who already kind of know the game and have like an edge. Mm-hmm. But it is something that's like slowly going to change the way we all do business, you know. Yep. So it's it's been interesting and fascinating. And on the one hand, people are like NFTs are like right click, blah, 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 ha, 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 LOL. And then on the other hand, if people are like, no, this shit is like people are developed. I know people have developed their own coins and things like that. Mm -hmm. So the NFT space as an artist and as someone who always, um, who, who as of the last few years have really been leaning into the visual part of my art and not just you know, uh, leaving that as an afterthought, like a lot of rappers have, like, especially in my days, you slap together, especially in the Tumblr generation, like, you know, just slap together, whatever, uh, take something off Google, of yep. like some interesting looking scene and then just get, like a parental advisory sticker. You know and, what I'm saying? And, and not for, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go I don't want to cut you off some, but I, I do want to point this out. Not for nothing. People have to keep this in mind. Like my girl is younger than me and we were watching the, the Wu-Tang shit recently on Hulu. Yeah, that's a great show. It is. It, the first season, I, I, again, real honest about it. The first season, I didn't really care for too much. It, mm. it was, it it was, was kinda, slow. Yeah, it was slow. It was a little bit weird for me. I was still trying to figure out who was supposed to be who and shit As like Wu-Tang that. As Wu-Tang fans, you're just like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, like, and, and they're, <laughs> they don't look, they're not even wearing the same shit that they, they like, we knew that they wore back then. They're wearing, yeah, like, yeah, kind yeah. of flashier shit. And I'm like, yo, Ray did not look like that in yeah, the, yeah, in the yeah. beginning. Like, we know this, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so... When the second season came around, I, I, I went back. I, you know, I'm like, all right, I'll give it another shot. I started right. watching it. And, yo, they started doing some really cool shit in the second season where the, the episodes really stand out alone. Like, they really do, like, some really cool, especially, like, when Riz is making beats and shit like that. Yeah, the way that they were – Yo, it's so cool yeah. as, like, a hip-hop fan or whatever just to be able to see that shit. But at one point, they went to Jack the Rapper. And um, they're standing around and, you know, and, yeah. and people are videotaping and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And, and and I went back and me and my girl were watching videos um, from Jack the Rapper, from like just like from the From like YouTube or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And at one point, like there's a dude back there. He's holding a video camera. It's got like one of those side – like one of those side displays that flips out or whatever. And she's looking. She's like, oh, look at He's got – like he's got the, the – like that's that's crazy. Like, you know, he brought that camera. Blah, and I'm like, that's the only camera he had. Like, yeah, we yeah. Have, like, yeah, we like didn't have an camera, option. Like, that's the camera. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that. And at that time, that was probably state of the art type shit. Like, you, like, Absolutely. I'm telling you, those like, camcorders were not cheap when they first dropped. No. Actually, like, that was an era where if you had a video, oh my god, that was already, <laughs> you were already so far ahead of the game, you know? Yep. What I mean? Like, I, I remember hearing. I remember that group Poison, like I'm an 80s baby. So I mm-hmm. remember like mm-hmm. being like into Poison, even though mm-hmm. I'm doing now, like they were super corny. But the reason they got on so hard on MTV was because they had a video. Yep. Not because they were the dopest rock band ever. Yep. You know, you they got just it. got so much play because their friend let them borrow the warehouse. They did the pyro and they had access to a camera. And because of that, they blew the fuck up. And that was that era, you know? And being in upstate New York, like we didn't have a video team, like there wasn't no. anything like that. So, like for us, when we did shows, it was hard enough to get fans, um, you know, people to to watch the door or whatever, you know, whatever. And then you had a DJ, and then you hit right. somebody up and you go, "Yo, you got a video camera?" And they go, "Ah, 
I don't know. My grandma has one that I could bring. And you're like, yes. Like you could, you like, you just try to get anything you can. But now with cell phones and all that, it's just footage everywhere. It's like, it's so much visual stuff. And you can take, you know, we're able to kind of take all the stuff that the the work that we put in during that time. And you can resurface that. You know what I mean? You can kind of rework that into the NFT scheme. Now, Mm -hmm. the thing is, I say scheme because to me, it's, it's like a, it's a giant scheme. Everything is a Mm. scheme or a hustle to me. It's just how I grew up. It's growing in New York. That's what it is. Like you, you can't get away from the hustle aspect of something. Cause if you do, then you're going to end up doing everything for, uh, for free or for fun. You're going to lose money. Exactly. And that's what I've learned. Because it costs money to even... (laughs) I mean, I'm looking at the NFT space and I'm like, all right, it's a buy-in. So yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. It's a scheme in that sense. I I don't look at it that way, but I totally understand your point of view. I I never said it was a scam, but yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's a scam too. I see see what's going on around here. It's a scam. There are scams out there. They make a scam Mm -hmm. out of everything, especially Mm -hmm. after the penny. Like last year, you see some of these rappers being like, hi, do you have bars? Yep. Please DM me. And it's just like scam. You know what I'm saying? Like, so everybody's a consultant. Everybody's as soon as a significant amount of money trades hands. Yep. The, yep. the hustle comes out, the scammers, everybody. So All right. it's just so, a new thing to navigate anyway. So go ahead. I'll explain how I got into the NFT world as a, again, as a rapper, as a collector, as a hip hop fan, you know, I'm not the the crypto guy or whatever. So for me to get into the NFT world six months ago, something kind of had to have happened. You know what I mean? And then something has to keep me here in order to keep me around. Cause like I said, I'm not the crypto guy and stuff like that. Right. So it's, it's very, it's like you a very wake new... up every day looking at the, the nope. charts. Nope. Don't do the stocks. Don't do any of that shit. I'm, I've said it before on the show. I grew up very financially illiterate. Um, my, I grew up very middle, lower class where we were lucky to have lights on every month and cable right. or internet, yeah, 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 or, yeah, yeah. even internet, but TV or cable or whatever. Um, so my parents, when it comes down to like investing and stuff like that, they run the other way. Um, if you yeah, mention to them anything about you, ju- you just got to put $200 into this or whatever they go. I don't have $200 to spend on that. You know what I mean? Like, and they don't. Yeah, they don't being, look at it as something that will grow over time, nor no, do they care because a lot nope. of people are just living day to day, week to week, check to check. How am I going to think about something five, 10 years down the line? 1,000, you know? 1,000%. And that's exactly where my parents are. So that's where I was at for a long time. And my story goes that 10 years ago, um, I, I visited some friends out in Arizona and it was, uh, three guys that lived together, um, like a, not some bachelor type shit. And I, you know, and I, I went in the, the house to, I had some shows out there that I was doing and I was hanging out with some friends and they were on their own shit. Like they were on their, they were in their own world. Like I, you know, they had a bunch of stuff going on that I had never even really been around at that point because mm-hmm. I didn't, again, I didn't have like, I didn't have like white college friends when I was growing up and shit. Like it just didn't happen. Like right. people went to college and they fucking left. You know what I mean? Like they didn't come back. Like that's, right. that's the town I was from. So um, they uh, they were into this crypto shit and they were into Bitcoin at the time. And this was 10 years ago. And right. they were like, yo, you got to get into this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what is it? And like they're explaining it to me. And I'm like, that, that's a, that sounds like a scam, guys. Like uh, you're saying you get money, but you can't actually spend it anywhere. Like you sure. can't do anything with it. You can't see it. You can't hold it. Like, right. You, you just doing? think it's throwing away money. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, and they're like, no, nah, man, I'm telling you, this is the future, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this. all right. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Five years go by. I don't invest in Bitcoin or anything like that. And, and obviously, you know, we all kind of hear rumblings of Bitcoin over that time or whatever. Yeah, I missed out. My homie Casual from Hieroglyphics told me to get into Bitcoin in yep. like 08, 09, and mm-hmm. I and I just didn't. And and I was also like, my money was tied up. Yeah, you know of course. <laughs> so yeah, that's, what, I wasn't that's really why I'm thinking saying. about that shit. But yeah, that's, I totally heard rumblings. But go ahead, I don't want to. No, and that, no, no, no. And that's what I'm saying is like these are like white college kids. You know what I mean? Like they yeah, grew they up in like, they have a cushion. They have yeah. money to play with for sure. Dead ass. Like they were all playing poker online and shit like that. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, they didn't yeah. give a fuck. Like, you yeah, know, and that yeah. doesn't make them bad people, but that's just everybody's life but, is different. But honestly, at that age, a lot of people don't give exactly, a fuck about their money. Exactly. The only difference is they have a savings account. <laughs> I, was blow, I was blowing money on fucking Nikes and everybody shit like that. What that was out that. there. Yeah, everybody does. That's right. not like necessarily a class thing, but it is a class thing when you have money to fall back on. Like you have those friends where they like fuck up their account 
and then they're okay. You know, like, let's and be, then they fuck up their account and they never recover. You know what I'm saying? They're like, always broke. You know, like, let's be real. Like I was staying in their house, but their house was rented to them by their parents, and sure. they were yeah, yeah, rent. Probably. You know real what I'm estate. saying? Like, that's no, it's investment. really what it was. So that's yeah. what I'm saying is like when you when like, you're in a situation, in an investment property, you dig. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. So it's a whole different lifestyle from what I'm used to, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's cool. Like everything was straight. Whatever. Five years go by. Um. And I go back out to Arizona, same, same crew, same people. I'm hanging out with them and shit. And, um, and again, they're, you know, they're, they're into crypto and shit. And they're like, yeah, man, like everything's going great. Like whatever. Like, and I'm looking at it like, yo, they're out here. They're, they're doing fine. Yeah. Like low key, like they got it figured out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck am I like, why am I so resistant to this shit or whatever? You know what I mean? So then I, I go back to my mom and I'm like, um, it's crazy. Like there's this thing going on. It's called cryptocurrency. And I start, you know, the blockchain and I start to explain stuff to her. Yeah. And, um, my mom was, she did have a, uh, a, a motorcycle accident around that time with my dad. And unfortunately, mm. or I mean, unfortunately they, they, everything was okay, but mm-hmm. she, but she was a little bit, her, she was a little bit rattled from mm-hmm. stuff, you know? Sure. And, as, and this was like a couple few months earlier or whatever. And as I'm talking to her, I see her eyes start to well up. Like, like she starts to tear up. And I go, mm-hmm. what, what's the matter? Like, are you okay? And she goes, I don't, I don't know what you're saying. Like, I don't, it sounds like you're talking a whole different language and right. I don't understand any of this. Like this, this doesn't make sense to me. And that's when I realized like that moment will always stand out to me where I'll be, where I was like, okay, we're not as close to this as I thought we were. Like, I thought we were like, I thought Bitcoin was about to take over in like a year or two or whatever. And like that conversation with my mom made me realize like, Oh no, we're still way far off, you know. And yeah, this goes back average, to like the average person has no idea what no clue, about. you know. And I'm like, all right, I gotta chill on this because I don't want to be the fucking weirdo again that's up on something new that's trying to explain this shit to people for however and long. People, and people just think of in, in terms of that bottom line, right? It's just like, yeah. how much money does this cost, and what do I get? Nothing now. Okay, no, <laughs> exactly right. And so and and so I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm gonna chill on this or whatever. And I didn't I didn't act on it. I didn't bring it up. I didn't invest. I didn't sure. do anything. Yeah. So then five years later now, this brings us closer to where we are now in the last Mm. year or so. Um, I've seen what happened with the pandemic. I've seen what happened with, you know, I I know that our, our economy is on the brink. Like I know that everything's bad. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not naive. I'm not dumb. Like I've seen this play out over the last five, 10 years or whatever. Like if you think about it, things go in cycles, right. And you see, you've seen what happened and yeah, you know, think about it like this. Like we, I mean, we've been, we were quote unquote uh, at war for oil Mm -hmm. since 2000. Like, I mean, when I turned 18, 19 years old or whatever, we were, we were launched into a war that we never actually pulled out of. We're still, we're still talking about, yeah, we're still talking about, we're going to pull people out. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. This is my entire fucking life at this point. Like the whole time. And people could say, oh, well, it's not that bad. Like, no, it is that bad, bro. Like, like people are telling me that I should go to work. I I worked an assistant manager job for $8 and 50 cents an hour. Whoa! You're telling me that that's normal, and th- and they're looking at me like that's normal. Like they're looking at me like, yeah, that's all we can do. That's that's what it is. And this was out in Chicago, you know, around Chicago when I lived out there in Aurora, and like that was you know ten years ago or whatever. Yeah, and say, like, what year was this? And and nothing's changed mm. other other than the last few years or the last couple of years where they've really kicked up the the minimum wage and they shit had like to that. Bump it up because it's just like they ain't my everybody's girl, below the poverty line and, and working like that doesn't even make any sense. My girl went to get her job, this this recent job that she has, and she and during the interview, she goes, um, how much do you expect to get paid? And my girl goes, I don't know, just anything more than like $11 an hour would be good. And she goes, why, why $11 an hour? Like, why? Is, and she goes, well, that's what I got paid over at, at my other job. And she goes, are you kidding me? She goes, they paid you $11 an hour? And she goes, yeah, that's, that's what I was getting paid. Right. My girl now makes $19 an hour. And like, it's just because this, this one, a a different frame of mind came in like a different, uh, uh, an independent owner who owns uh, 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 something in the same thing that she does. And she was like, that's ridiculous. Why would you get paid that much? If, if I'm getting paid X amount, X amount, why wouldn't you get paid? And that's the thing people, everyone's underpaid, right? So even your boss might be underpaid and like, I barely make that, you know, but somebody has a large nest egg somewhere up the line that they're just fucking sitting on. And that's literally someone's paying off they're paying off like their third beach house yep or their like grandkids 
um, you know, art school with with money that could be, you know, used for you to live a better life. <laughs> exactly. So so when I realized when I realized this and over the pandemic, I realized how much people were making off of the pandemic and how much money was out there and all that, that I'm like, yo, not I, I went through life thinking that everybody was fucking broke like me. That's right. not the case. There's people out there that have they have more money than they they fucking know what to do with. They wake up in the morning and they they literally want to piss you know uh, fifty thousand dollars away. Like they you know they, they just they, want they, they're just gambling with yeah them, you know now. So what happened was is when I realized all this money was out there and shit like that. I'm like, there's got to be a way to like to to get this money. Like there's yeah, got, and this yeah, has nothing to do with NFTs or anything. Out there to get it's just well, how are you? How are you? How, how do you position yourself? Right, your right. way, in your way to in do, the in know. the words of the great Cameron Giles, uh, <laughs> if you can't make a dollar or if uh, if you can't get paid in a world this big, you worthless kid. So I mean, a that's, scholar, right? Mm-hmm. So so here's so here's what happened was. Um, I had a buddy of mine, uh, my buddy, Ren, uh, Ren one, uh, he's an artist and, um, he's, he's been down since the blind box. Uh, me and him have been cool as fuck. Uh, we've always been cool. Even over these five years that I haven't been doing the blind box that I stopped doing the podcast. Like we still stayed cool. I saw him and he was, he was getting into the NFT shit and he posted up some, some of his work on a site called hen, uh, Hicket, Hicket Nung. And, um, my thing about NFTs at the time was I can't get into it because they're too expensive. Right. I was like, they just cost too much. Yeah. So then I saw that he was doing this thing on Hen. And basically what Hen is, is it's not on the Ethereum blockchain. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's on Tez blockchain um, for Tezos. So what's the Tez? T-E-Z? Tezos. Yep. Yep. Heard of that. So basically Tezos run for like, at the time they were like three fifty dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. As opposed, to, I think now they're probably closer to like seven dollars a piece or eight dollars a piece or whatever. But at the time, they were like three fifty a piece, and I started to see. You mean three fifty for the for, for everyone's listening and, and uh, three dollars and three dollars and fifty cents for coin. one for one coin, right? Yeah, for one yeah. full Tez. Gotcha. Now let, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you no. That's good. That's good. So, um, and, I'm, and again, I'm this is into it. I know stuff, but you know, I want to make. No, sure I'm too I, close to the I, sun, Sam. I'm too close to the sun. Like to me, like I, this this shit's all secondhand to me. Like I'll start throwing out terms to you that you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is that?" And we're gonna have to hit the rewind button, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Like that's no, exactly no Tezos T. So, three fifty a coin, and that's the that's on that's on a different blockchain for the NFTs. I'm yep. with you. Let's go. Yep. Okay. So basically, um, I, I can do that, and I was like, you know what? I'll I'll buy like you know twenty thirty dollars worth of Tezos or whatever. Sure. And I and I started to buy some like random pieces, and and to me, I've I've been a collector all my life of Kid Robot, um, vinyl toys, stuff like that, especially yep, yep. in my thirties, right, yep. like. So got that from the pod. Okay. So, so basically what happened was, um, I I've always had like an artist eye or whatever. Like I never knew what it was, but I always have been able to look at something and tell if it's on or not, or yeah, if but, it looks right. Yeah. or not. You know, this is something that's the same thing for me where when I go through te- like the, the hen site, I can look at shit and, and like shit's up there for like one Tez. And I'm like, oh, this, this shouldn't be one You're Tez. You're like, I got me some Tez. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like one Tez. Like, are yeah, you kidding right? me? Like, that's literally $3.50. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't get an artist to make this for me for $3.50 right. if I right. fucking begged them. So, of course, I'm going to buy this. And what? And let me stop you right quick. Yeah, what's, yeah. The, what, what's the name of the site and is it still active? Okay. Yeah, it is. It's, um, that's the thing is, it's, is it, it's a now here's the issue is that it's not super user friendly um okay. it's it, it's just like you're gonna have to kind of like it, it's it, like if my dad went on it and he's used to ebay and then he goes on this site he's gonna be like i don't like the way it looks i don't like the way that it it, it feels like it just it's just something about it i don't like is but if H-E- you can get h-e it's h h i c e t n u n c Hicket Nunk. I can't. I've I've been doing this show for over over <laughs> three seasons, and I still can't say it. I've been trying since day one. Um, dot X Y Z. Gotcha. Decentralized digital assets. Yep. So okay. You, so like, keep going. So you went on the site, and you're like, damn. Yep. Like, I got me some tests. Let me get some art. 
Right, exactly. So I just wanted to buy some art and shit. I wanted to support the homies that were on there that I saw were starting to do shit on there. And I'm like, all right, let me see what's good. So I bought some uh, some some pieces. Now here's fat. Now I'm going to give you a glimpse into the future that I I didn't even really know at that time. But now that I know it, I will highly recommend people to to go on Hen and start your collection on Hen. Mm. Hen has not been integrated to the Ethereum blockchain yet. They, you can't sell those pieces on the main marketplaces right now. You can only sell them on Hen. So that means mm-hmm. you can only buy them on Hen. Right. So imagine if like your mixtape dude, like you, like he only had the, the exclusive shit, like the exclusive case lay shit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And eventually when that shit bubbled and got big, then it went over to a different market or whatever. But until then, you're the one that had it. And you just have to wait for the other market to open up. And once the other market opens up, then you can go with your with your with your shit that you copped on this market and then sell it. You'll for, be able to like kind of transfer it over. It, exactly. And it'll be the rarest of the rare. Like <laughs> like there's a dude named Jake the DGen. Shout out to Jake. Um, I got a piece of his on hen and he just put it up there on some like, let me try out this platform. Like he he's done touring. He toured with Jay-Z and Kanye for Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done like photography for a lot of uh, a lot of hip hop artists and shit like that. Like he's he's out here. And like as an artist, he's also really like his floor on OpenSea right now. The lowest level that you could get something of his is like one or two Ethereum or whatever. Chiching. Exactly. So I bought this thing for like eight Tez. Right. And when they integrate over, I'll be able to sell it on the Ethereum blockchain in one of these marketplaces for like one Ethereum or two Ethereum or something right. like that. And it's going to be looked at as like a rare piece or whatever. That's sure. going to that's going to that's going to help me and out. You, so how, how long do you anticipate needing to hold on to that? When do you think that play is going to come? Just you're in your educated. Gender. I would I would hope there's a lot of stuff. Again, we're kind of getting ahead because there's a lot of stuff with like marketplaces and stuff that are going on right now where yeah. I'm really hoping that by the end of the year, they'll be able to integrate. You'll as, be able to like yeah, trade able to and see what's going on with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, OK, so. What happened was my boys got on Hen and I started to to pick up their stuff and support their stuff sure. and find some new artists and stuff like that. I started to really realize that like buying something for three Tez on Hen can literally change somebody's month in in Thailand. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of artists on there that are from, you know, whether it be Thailand, Vietnam, like just, you know, uh, just different different areas, countries, you know, living, whatever. If you buy one piece from them for four or five Tez to them, that's a literal, I mean, that's a month worth of groceries. Sure. And like, that's crazy to me. Like that's what, you know, a lot of people say like, I'm here for the art or I'm here for, you know, like, but I, I really am. I say it all the time. Like I really am here to support the artist. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be doing this podcast if it wasn't for the support of the artist. Like, I feel like it's very important. I realized, you know, years ago when I went to go look up interviews with artists that there weren't enough interviews, there weren't enough places for me to be able to get to know somebody and just feel like they're a normal person. That's what I want to do here. Like, that's what that's what my whole goal is here. And once this NFT thing happened and I started up the podcast again and I realized this NFT thing is everything I wanted five years ago with the old podcast. This is right, when the podcast space started to open it, up all crazy. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I had yo when we were when we were nominated for an award song, like you probably like you probably had something like this happen. I, I we got nominated as best blog. We're not a blog. I, know, I heard that on. We're a podcast. I've been listening. I've been I've been stalking you a bit since yep. we since we first. Uh, talked. I respect so, it. Yeah, and you, yeah, and I, I remember you talking about that. So. Yeah, so it's like it's like one of those things where I realized like at that time that like we were ahead of the, we were ahead of ourselves then, um, and now I didn't want to be ahead. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to be ahead or behind. Like I want to I want to feel like I'm actually fitting into what's going on in the conversation or whatever for once because i feel like like i said i feel like i'm always looked at as like the weird guy who's into new shit before it gets big and then once it gets big yeah I, you're on you feel like you're on the zeitgeist a lot huh always like it's just like me one of those too. Things. i feel like that as well it's very tough for me and like i it's, it's like an internal battle for me and like a struggle because i'm like yo like am i crazy or am i Am I on point? Like, which one is it? And like, well, this is the thing, man. Like, and this is one thing that like helps me. Yep. It's you 
have to understand that if you are kind of up on things before people in your space, because, you know, it's like you're not necessarily the first, but you're the first around your space of people to be like really up on some shit that like eventually pops. I say it all the time. We're the first NFT hip hop pop culture podcast. Big ups. Claim claim it. Claim what you are. That's right. That's right. but, But you have to know that like, you're not going to always get your flowers and that yep. people are going to bite you. And yep. that the one cool thing about being someone like, like we are yep. is that you stay in, we stay inspired. We stay looking, mm-hmm. um, having that kind of like thirst for knowledge, whether it be like ordering books off, you know, the internet. So you can like learn more about something, watching YouTubes for hours and hours or just really trying to sharpen your crap. I know you, you, you're, you're a rapper by, you know, you know, the base of that is hip hop. So like, yeah, even just like doing your 10,000 hours of writing yep. raps, you know what I mean? I've like done just them. making I've sure done that, them yeah, Promise you know, I've exactly. Done them. So, <laughs> but that's one of those things it's, it gets frustrating, right? but you know, just, I want to encourage you and tell you to stay the course. Yeah. Right. Because, um, you know, I don't know you. I don't no, no, no. You know, know no, you I from that. Twitter, but yeah, I, you see I me. Have... You see me go on my rants. Is that what you're saying? No, I mean I've oh, listened. Okay. I've been listening to oh, the okay. pod. Like I've been like stalking you, <laughs> right? Stalking the pod. So like I hear, I, I hear where you, I hear your point of view, and I, mm-hmm. I appreciate it, and I relate to it in a lot of ways. So I appreciate um, that. I really. But do. you, but yeah, you're you're telling people to get on hen. Yep, telling people to get on hen, and then what happened was um, I started to see some of these Ethereum plays with mm-hmm. the money. You know what I mean? And I was like, "Wait, so what the like? What the fuck is going on here? What am I missing out on in terms of Ethereum? Because I know it's expensive to get in. Like, I know that like there's got to be a way right. for me to get in this fucking game. Like, there's got to be." And then I started to see doing people doing giveaways and stuff, and I and I saw some people comment like, "Oh, I want to, you know, I won this in a giveaway or I won that," and I'm like, "Yo, these giveaways are really like they're really like, giving they shit away, real, yeah, because you know, yeah. internet giveaways <laughs> the world and shit. Also, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like in the rap world, like nothing's really what it what they say it is. Ain't nothing free. Mm-hmm. So so when I said uh, when I when I saw that, I was like, let me sign up, let me do a couple of these giveaways or whatever. And I saw there was a project that came out. It's called the Super Yetis. <laughs> And, um, and I linked in with the super yetis. I did the giveaway and I won the giveaway and I was like, holy shit, like this might be my life changing moment to get into the NFT world and Ethereum and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So I was hyped and I joined in, in NFTs. Discord is a big part of NFTs. Um, are you familiar with discord some? I am on Discord. I've been like poking around. I I kind of just understood how it how it is. You know how it how it. It's how like it AOL functions. chat rooms. Yeah, it is, and it's just like the little sidebar tabs, and you just like navigate. I'm still trying to figure out how to you know navigate certain aspects of yep. it. Um, I don't know if that's just I just need to be on it more. If I there's a YouTube I could watch or something, but I think yeah, there's some YouTubes you could watch. It. Yeah, I mean, I always put in like, you know, how to's and stuff like I definitely know how to go to YouTube University, but right. I am on Discord. Yep. Um, Can I can I how do I shout out my actual Discord? So um, if you go to um, if you I go to your it, I have the I have it. So if you bring up your Discord and then you go over, um, hold on, because it is it is hard to navigate. You're not alone in this. Like this is very common for people. My my, where it says, you know, I'm in the app and I'm all the way over to the right where I am. It's Psalm one number eight seven nine three is what it says on my. That's profile. there you go. That's what you need, and and then people will be able to hit you up from there. Now here's one thing that I'll I'll say, um, mm-hmm. Discord is having a big problem right now with with. The scammers and the hackers and the hustlers. Oh and yeah, that that's and that's and you know I'm I I, I lurk first yep. because I I'm getting into this space slowly and intentionally because while I understand it can be a life changing like financial gain sort of yep. thing, I'm an artist. Yep. And if this is a space that we need to be paying attention to, if this is really the future, then I'm trying to understand this space now. Now I at the end of the day, mm-hmm. my day I'm blessed. I'm fruitful. I'm a hustler as well. I know how to get mine. 
Yep. And I have a roof over my head. I have a working vehicle. I have food in the t- in the fridge. Yep. I'm good. Yep. So like, I don't need to act on the NFT space in an act of desperation. I just want to actually bust my chops at doing some really, really, really dope shit yep. that, you know, if I sell for a couple Tez or a couple ETH, that's amazing. Yep. But I really want to collaborate with visual artists to make really interesting NFTs. That's and, what I want to do. And that's a thousand percent. That's so why I'm the scammers yep. and all that shit. Like yep. I, I please don't fall for the like DM me. Cause I see, and I, like, I'm in a group, I'm in yep. a couple groups. I'm, I see the discords. I don't necessarily like post, yep. but I am, you know, in there yeah never never this is my thing um i have one person that will that will message me um on uh shout out to elon uh on discord that i will reply back to anybody else that messaged me on message me on discord don't don't expect an answer back don't 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 hit me back find me somewhere else yeah hit me up on twitter like i'm on twitter all the time and if you really want to get a hold of me like i'm a firm believer if like like the way you were saying like you were stalking me and shit like that and like you hit me up to be like yo i want to be on the show like what's going on no 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 i have a hella woke audience no i investigated your online profile yeah but that's what i'm saying intensely you know so but I that's could, so I could come on here and be educated and not feel like bro, I, what is I, this, you know? Sam, I appreciate that. Real shit. Yeah. Like that's people come on here all the time that'll be like, oh, well, I listen to your show, but really what they did was they listened to another episode of me interviewing an, a project, like a like a an NFT project. Sure. And and that's not my show. Like my show is yeah, you is, talk about everything. Yeah, exactly. And like, and, and what I did was for, okay, so this, I'm getting ahead of myself again. So, yeah, I okay. know. We got, we see. It's cool. You know, we're, we're cool. Gotta, we're cool. We got to keep each other on doing track. My, yep, I'm doing my job now. So, okay, so here's, <laughs> got, so here's. Got to give away giveaways. Scammers, exactly. Discord. Yeah. So, so the Discord thing, don't, just for anybody listening, just to wrap that up, don't ever reply to anybody in your Discord. Don't do it. If, if somebody's messaging you about you want Ethereum, you want a project, you they need your information. Yeah, they need your wallet. Don't ever give your C phrase to anybody i'm telling you just don't do these things these are don't screen share ever if somebody ever says i just need to screen share with you and then i can fix your problem people will do that oh yeah i've seen people get got on that one with um cash app really bad with the with the with the qr code or whatever it's really fucking bad so that's why i'm saying like don't like if there's one thing you take away from this don't do that shit and the other thing is get a hardware wallet but we'll deal with that later on all right so super yetis I won the Super Yeti. I went into the Discord. It was my first time in like an active Discord like that or whatever. And yeah. and me being the person I am, I'm I'm introverted most of the time. But when yeah. I get passionate about something, I, I get going and I get involved in it and shit. So I saw the potential of the Super Yetis from the surface where I was like, this is you all. Okay, so the thing about an NFT is this is from my first experience with an NFT. I was hyped because you own the IP uh, of most NFTs that you buy. So mm-hmm. the intellectual property is yours. So if you buy something that's that's just I can't believe I'm going to use a Super Yeti for this example, but if you buy a Super Yeti, um <clears throat> you can then use that Super Yeti uh for if you want to use it for like a mixtape cover, if you want to use it oh, for nice. like a, a a video, if you if you have a product, if you have like a Oh man, these super I'm looking at the Super Yetis on OpenSea. These are fucking <laughs> dope. They're yeah. going for fucking for some money too. Yeah, what are they? What's the floor? Congrats, what, man, let me borrow an ETH. Hold on. What is the what is the what is the the super yeti at right now? What is the floor um, on those? I'm on the, at the top. O- it'll see. It'll price, say the floor. High to low under super yeti, and the yeah. highest yeti is five. No, what's the lowest? No, no, no. What's oh, the lowest? The lowest. Okay. I we <laughs> what's the price. lowest? No, 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 no. Price low to high. Um. Damn. Hold on. I had it. They're probably like. It looked 20. like it was like two. Damn, I just had it. Hold on. It's all right. I can I can bring it up. Cause also, just I'm I'm asking because I'm gonna guess it's like 0.07 right now. That's what I'm gonna guess. Um, again, when you're in the NFT space, when you open up your phone and you open up your browser, okay, it's, no point it's just, point zero one point zero. Oh, they went down. They went back down to point zero one. Oh, point zero one is a oh, super my yeti. God. Super yeti number four three three four. Oh my god, these guys. All right, so here's here's the thing that happened <laughs> with the yeti. They're dope though. They're cool. They now look at here. 
it's so fun. I love, I love this conversation right now. Cause when people that are in the NFT scene, listen to this, they're going to be like, what the fuck? And, and, and when, and when <laughs> I, people, listen, I'm coming not from that space. I'm, I'm an artist. I know. I love it. No, no, no. I just want to look at, I want to look at the fucking collection. No, it's dope. And if it, if it doesn't look dope, it doesn't look dope. Exactly. These are cool little creatures and then 3d. That's cute. I, I agree with you. Now here's the thing, Sam. So, I joined the the Discord and I tried to to help people out because there were a lot of people that, that joined in the first couple of days that were like, "So what's going on with this project? Um, what are you, like? What can we do with these? Like, when are these going to be available? When's this going to happen?" And and I would hit people up and I'd be like, "Yo, like the the developers said, you know this, or the developers said that, or you know whatever." I wasn't part of the project by any means. I was just invested in the project at that point because I won one, so I I was I wanted to see what happened. So. Eventually, the devs started to reply, but they started to be real like assholeish towards the people in the chat where they'd be like, oh, if you got a problem with it, to just sell your Yeti and blah, blah, blah. And, and we're like, whoa, you, you can't do that because like you're not you're like we don't even know who the fuck you are. Like we don't even like you're anonymous. Like we don't know right, if you're right, going to run right. off with our money, like whatever. Yeah, so I hit them. Definitely the, the, the alternate universe. Type. Oh, it is. It is. So yeah, so, I, so I so I hit them up and I go, hey, guys, um, I got this podcast where I interview NFT artists and um, and creatives and shit like that. Hip hop artists and whatever I said. I can do a special segment for the Yetis where I have you guys on and we'll, we'll talk about the Yetis. Like you guys can talk and people sure, can get kind of comfortable. Bit, yeah, yeah so, exactly. People yeah. can get kind of comfortable with who you are and, and stuff like that. They can feel comfortable with their purchase or they can decide not to purchase whatever they want to do. They hit me back. They're like, yeah, that's great. Um, except for, you know, we're real busy right now. Um, you know, I said, well, that's fine. I said, I have family coming in, so it's not going to be for like another week, but you guys will be around in a week. So let's talk in a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, great. You know, blah, blah, blah. Later on that night in the discord, shit really starts to hit the fan where people are like, all right, look, like we're getting different answers from different people. Like what the fuck is going on with this project? Uh, like there were people in there that were like, yo, I'm ready to buy 50 Yetis right now, but I can't get an answer from these devs. Like what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So I, I went out on the plug. Yep. So they're, they're about to fumble the bag. So I, I hit them up and I'm like, yo guys, I see what's going on right now. Um, I'll rush this up. We can meet up tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll do a chat. I'll get it posted by tomorrow afternoon before my family comes into town. Right. And then that way you guys can send that out to people when they're asking these questions or whatever. Yeah. And and you can, I'll give you my platform to ex- explain, exactly. explain yourself. Exactly. So, so I'm like, there you go. So I, um, they're like, all right, yeah, let's do that. Like, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, I'm going to get an exclusive. Like we're going to have a dope ass interview. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. These guys, you know, everything goes cool with the Yeti interview. Um, they're, it's weird because the one guy sounds like he's out in the jungle. There's like birds chirping all around him and shit. And oh, he says he's, that he's, he's in Hawaii. Far away. He's far away. What's that? You cut out. I say he's probably far away. Oh, I think we lost you for a second, Sam. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Now I can hear you. We're good now. But can you hear me? I said he probably. You said he he had birds chirping. He probably far away. Yeah, he was in Hawaii. He was he was out in Hawaii <laughs> and shit like that. And and like and I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like he's he seemed like a cool dude. And basically, his thing was he started the Yetis because like he did the he made the super or he got the super Yeti made. He got different versions of the Super Yeti made. So basically he hired an artist right. um, off of like Fiverr or some shit. Mm. Got the art got the art made. He showed like three or four different versions to his kid. And his kid picked the Yeti, basically. Yeah. And his smart. kid is like two years old or three years old or some shit. Smart, like that. smart. So he's looking at it like this is a project that is for his children. Like this is something that's like a, you know, like a, a namesake for them essentially. Like going forward sure. in life, they'll be able to always claim this Yeti or whatever. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like everything's straight or whatever. So the launch happens and there's a lot of people in the scene that weren't happy with it. They didn't like the Yetis. They didn't they didn't think that they were cute. They didn't think that they were anything special or whatever. They were oh, okay. they were mad that they were the the next project or whatever. So uh-huh. They come out and um, they do okay. They they do all right, but then they start to sink or whatever. The floor starts to sink and stuff. The price starts to go down. And I hit them up and I'm like, hey, guys, um, 
we should be like you should be doing some promo shit for this like you guys should be doing you, you should be treating They're this not like doing a, any promo no 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 no. they weren't they didn't do anything to like make us feel like there was any kind of background to these yetis like they didn't oh they just dropped them yeah they just dropped them and then they just felt like all right just stick around and, and eventually you're going to be able to use them in a video game you can know I, you're can i stop able... you can i stop no, go ahead. there um is that part of what makes an nft so special like the more the more successful ones right Having that story behind, like, why, why, why it's the why, like, why, why is this, why are you post? why are you putting this up for sale? All right. So here's, and, 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 and what's the story behind it? What is this world you're creating? This is the right? best thing that I can, this is the best way that I can explain NFTs. Now it's taken us, we've, now we've been doing the, I can go for, for literally however long you have time and you want to talk about this. I'm just letting you know, it's not a problem for me or whatever. I'm just telling the listeners, we've been doing this now for almost 45 minutes or whatever. And we haven't even touched on like the actual, like we haven't even hit that, like what is an NFT or whatever. All right. So this is the way I look at, this is the best way I can explain NFTs to the, to the average listener or whatever. If you've made it this far and you're like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This is the way that I can explain this. If you ever watch Lord of the Rings or um, any of these like uh, these mythological uh, movies or whatever, um, like Game of Thrones and stuff like that, they always have a council of old white dudes with long white beards <laughs> and they just sit in a building and they document everything that's going on in, in like the, the kingdoms around them or whatever. That's what the blockchain is. The blockchain is basically a bunch of old white guys that are sitting there. Now it's a computer and, and we're all contributing to it, but it's basically just a long ledger of history. And it, it can never be edited. It can never be erased. It can't be changed. And and that's what makes it special. So when you go back to like, Sam, what was the first meme that you ever remember seeing on the internet? Like, like in my instance, like one of the first things that I remember seeing, um, it was either like the dancing baby, like the Ally McBeal dancing baby that eventually became the Ally McBeal dancing baby. Or that one in the, 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 the one when the kid bit the little baby bit. The other baby. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah, and he said, um, it was like Johnny something. He's uh, like, bit me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Um, and then there's like the unforgivable guy. Remember that guy? The the, yes. the the dude out in the woods. Like these are okay. So these are all things that we remember, and they become memes. Where eventually you'll see these people, um, in like other instances on the internet or whatever. But you can never. It's hard to track back who that person was after time, like after 10 years or whatever, if they don't have their, their YouTube account up, if right. they don't have, you know, whatever you're, you're constantly trying to find like the information on them or whatever, the blockchain will hold that information. Like that's where we'll always have that register of, of info or whatever. And that person will always be connected to that creation. You can't edit that. You can't say, oh, I didn't really, you didn't really create that. I did blah, blah, blah. No, it's yeah. on the blockchain. Like if it's on the blockchain, right. like, like you can't, you can't argue the blockchain. Like that's just what it is. So with this, with all this art stuff, that's the reason why it's so important as a creative. There's two different ways that I look at NFTs. One is as a collector or as a, as like a, as like a, per, like a flipper or, you know, whatever, right. like somebody who's trying to make money or as a creator. There's, there's, there's two ways. There's two approaches. If you're a creator, it's going to change your life because you can create things. Now you can put them up on the blockchain and they can sell to basically the, the community becomes your, your, um, your base, like they marketplace. Yeah. Your marketplace. They're your people who, if, if somebody buys you, you know, one thing from you here, chances are they're going to buy something again when you put something else up or whatever. Like that's just how the community works in this regard. Um, if you're not a creator and you're a collector, this is why NFTs are important for you is because, uh, Sam, you've been to South by Southwest, uh, a bunch. Um, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, you've been to like parties and stuff like that at South by Southwest where you're on the guest list, right? Where you're on the, like you, you RSVP'd. Uh, before the before sure, the show, I got the right, right I got the right wristband to get in. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You got the right wristband to get in, and then there's other shows where you don't RSVP, 
and you're stuck on the line man with everybody else and it's fucking hell you know yeah, what I mean? uh, there's only legends only a hemi standing in a south by mm-hmm. southwest line especially after the penny i don't even know when I'm <laughs> yeah i'm not even yeah, yeah i feel you i'm not even doing that shit <laughs> i'm still on that six feet shit please yep yep my girl wants me to go to vegas uh in a couple weeks and i'm like i I, I, you know, I can't like why like why all the fun stuff in Vegas that I want to do puts me close to people and that doesn't sound fun to me so <laughs> it's very hard for me to try to do this but anyways um so uh what was I saying um okay so oh yeah. right the lines yeah so right now NFT NYC is going on in New right. York City and I bet that's the hype beast shit of the fuck. Oh, that it century. is. It, it is. I saw a clip from it last night, and it's a bunch of sixteen-year-olds in a mosh pit, and I'm like, "What the oh. fuck is going? It's crazy. See, like this do, scene is so I, fucking I, weird." I, I know it is. I know people are gonna be there. I, I have. I, I know. I have acquaintances and people that I know are like real. real you know, real moving and shaking in that in that yep. space. Mm-hmm. That that it is a is probably like the South by Southwest of uh, crypto or NFTs. Right. <laughs> so it's gonna be this new, you know, it, it is IRL component of like flexing on everybody, right? Is that yeah. what this is? It's just like a big flex, right? It, it, yeah, well, it's good. definitely a big flex. Yeah, that's it, that's what I'm. Them. I can't happens. watch that shit though. I'll get FOMO even though I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. To, even though I probably even if I was in New York City right now, I'd probably go to one event where I was like actually on the list list for real right, or right. if i was like performing at something that's like the only way like you 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 know what i'm saying as somebody yeah. who wasn't necessarily like balling out in the in the crypto space you know so so this is the way like people when board apes board ape yacht club is an yeah. nft project that came out know, just, for the, the, just for the listeners because again i i don't actually, want the listeners yeah, to get too lost could, so. you know what i'm gonna give i'm gonna blow this up on my channels and be like if you if because i've been uh, tapping my artist friends who I know are like just big creatives and then like they do dope shit all the time. Right. I've been trying to ro- reel them in to the NFT space slowly. So like, I appreciate you making sure that uh, we we keep it broken down to like, you know, the, right. the essence, you know, as it were. Yep. But yeah. Okay. So go ahead. So, so Board, Board, Ape, Board Ape Yacht Club is like the n- number one most hype beast. As- it's the number two. NFT. Okay, what's number one? The crypto punks. <laughs> yeah, the crypto punks are the number okay. one. The the crypto the board apes Shout are number two. <laughs> Shout out to Spotty. Uh, he is the number one. Uh, he is the first and only crypto punk rapper. Yeah, so shout out to him. I want to collab. We yo, we did a full we did a full segment on here where where that the full segment, Sam. I'm telling you, was us claiming what we are. Where, no, I, like, I heard it. Was, it. Yeah, I heard yeah it. okay. I, I love it, it because that's beautiful. Because that's exactly what it was. Like we just we just came on here and just said what it was. And I love seeing Spotty. You have uh, be to talk successful. your shit as a rapper and, ra- and you know, hip hop always invades any space and fucks it up. But I yep. think Spotty is a great representation. Plus, I knew him, mm-hmm. you know, again when he was Meg. And see, seeing him, like we have relatable um, gripes about the hip hop. Me too. Me, yeah. And, yep. and like you know, I, don't, I love hip hop, so I don't always want to like shit on it but it's a it's a it's a scene much like anything else you know what i mean like you have your assholes you have your people who are culture vultures you have your people who are gatekeepers you have your people who are just like plain old like just assholes and they don't want to see somebody else as dope come up i saw make more like put out projects and have people care but like not get like a ton of praise but i can imagine like now with spotty niggas is on his dick yeah he, he figured also it out has to claim once you do it you're gonna get a whole wave of people biting and being like i'm this mm-hmm. i'm that i'm the boy well, he, he has a lot of pe- he has people now that are that are basically um hating him because he he's being looked at as like a gimmick rapper um, you know, that he I has mean, a gimmick. It, it, it's a just, it's not a gimmick so much as it's another, um, it's a, um, it's a, it's like a student. It's like, it's like yeah. Frank White, but yep. if Frank White was, uh, was remember in the Tracy Lee, space, you know what I mean? Like, do you remember like, Tracy Lee some? Yeah. Yeah. Tracy, Tray, remember Trey Lee had, uh, had the many faces of Tracy Lee. Yeah. And that whole album was just him swapping out voices. You know what it is? You know what it is? You know what Spotty is? Spotty is Bobby Digital. Like, yeah, um, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's that. And, and he's and call he, it a gimmick he because he made a lot of money not doing something that's, like, completely next. Like, you don't have to be a hard-ass rapper. You don't have to be. Like, it's fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
hip hop heads don't they we love to have fun but we don't like to have fun so right like, right if, yep if some shit it's like Lil Nas X like, he has two things going against him like he's pop and he's gay so a lot of motherfuckers are like I am not listening to that shit right that's a gimmick whatever but like no he's actually spitting you know what I'm saying so I used, to, I used to be the first one I'll be honest again when we go back to like the women rapper thing like I'll say the same thing like like I would I I would be the one that said like I could never listen to like a gay rapper like why would I listen to a gay rapper we don't have anything <laughs> we don't have anything in common yeah, and yeah, like yeah, that's, exactly. your, like, that's like, the way i looked at it like, I don't but then, really, yeah, yeah but then sure. i hear i hear like some again i hear some tracks from like little nas x or whatever where like i'm i'm like and, and honestly when he first came i feel bad because <laughs> when he when he Go first ahead, came, admit it, you know because i'm i'm lgbt i know you are, I know you are so i feel like i'm in a face <laughs> i feel like i'm in a safe space right now um so here, here's what happened i'll be honest when he first came out i said to my girl i was like he's not gay and she was like, what do you mean he's not gay? And I'm like, he's doing some little B shit right now. Like, this is right, like, this right, is like, right, this right, is like a right, gimmick right. type thing that he's trying to put. And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, she's like, why would he do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe I'm, maybe I'm corrupted and like, maybe I'm completely fucking wrong. And I'll be honest, like after the past year or whatever, little Nas X has been gay enough for me to consider he's gay. He's oh, just gay. Yeah. Like that's, and I'm okay with that. That's fine. I'm just saying. And, and like I said, he can, um, he can rap like he can he can rap and sing like he, he does pop. his thing. So any pop, you know? have to put so. him in the category of a pop rapper. Take yep. strip away yep. strip away his sexuality. Right? Is it something that is like not not necessarily for the little kids, but like twenty years old, twenty one years old? You just going to the club like you listening to all top forty anyway. Right. He got pops. He's yep. got props. He just happens to be gay. It's a it's a lot more gay rappers out there. They just ain't ain't out. You know what I'm saying? So salute to Lil Nas X for just being just being like just a, being dope, a dope a dope pop art pop rap artist doing do, doing what he does and doing it for for like little queer kids who you know just like we were talking about Jean Grey or, yep. or or a someone that like you didn't have a lot of representation in that area and somebody that's doing it at a high level that's what Lil Nas X is so to a young queer kid looking at him like game changer icon yeah. legend after like a you know one album and a unless, couple unless you're a little boozy <laughs> you know what I can. I don't even know where to begin to peel back the layers of the He's little boozy He's so threatened, and that's all. I, that's all I'll say. He's so threatened. All I'll say is, little boozy talked about he he was in jail, and he saw his his exact quote was he saw a a, a boy bouncing on bouncing on a dick, and uh, and I that feel like that the way you the way yeah, you yeah, would describe yeah. that is the way I would describe that because I watch gay porn. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm saying. saying like, he, said he said bouncing that, on a dick. That's the way I would describe something like a scene like that like boy what are you talking about boost and you know what i don't want to oh. like that you know it's like the r kelly thing don't want to go too crazy warning warning yeah warning. yeah right but like it's like when you say like something happened to that man yep yeah yes yeah, so, yeah. blue is threatened to something happen to that man you know what i mean like dude be more secure yeah. in yourself to even be it's 2021. Yeah, it's too. Yeah, and and I mean, the thing is, is is when he dies, he's either if, if he's either gonna go straight to heaven and be right on the front line of God's warriors, where like he's gonna be, <laughs> he's gonna be like God's chosen one, or he's just going straight to the pits of hell with no like, just straight to the deepest I think it's depths more of like hell. The latter, because this is, this is the biggest. This is the big argument, right? Yeah. It'll be people who be like, it's, it's wrong. It's morally wrong. It's not right, natural. Right. It's the kids. It's like, are you clean of, are you free of sin? And you know he's watching Third girls man, kissing girls man, too. Who, whoever you are, like, are you free of sin? Because if you sucked a dick out of wedlock, if you stolen a cheese it from the fucking grocery but store. But not only that, some you, some you know he's watched girls kiss girls. Like he likes, you know, you, he, you know he likes that shit because that's that shit is sexy and the mm -hmm. you know the female body yeah. is beautiful and blah 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 blah. I watched industry baby video <laughs> over and over when that shit first came out. I was like, dude, what is going on? Let me rewind this. Like, what happened? Right, <laughs> so, so, so at the end of the day. Boosie is absolutely threatened. And I and I and I know hip hop 
hip hop is not fundamentally homophobic mm-hmm. and don't even let me get into some African Bambada shit because mm-hmm. that's some like mm-hmm. weirdo shit. Mm-hmm. So hip hop is based on like a male fantasy, right? And that necessarily like that is that is instinctually homophobic. But I think that people and genres and even like crypto, we, we need mm-hmm. to evolve with right. what is really going on out here. You know what I'm saying? Like we have people from all walks of life with all kinds of different identities who enjoy all kinds of different things. And it's not much deeper than that. And when you get obsessive about what someone else does in their bedroom or how someone else dresses or presents themselves, it really mirrors back to what kind of insecurities you have about freedom and about your own representation or your own um your own thoughts about yourself, you know what right. I mean? Like your own identity, it reflects back to your your lack in that area. Like people who are comfortable with themselves do not obsess about folks like Lil Nas X. You might have a passionate response to like something, he, you know what I'm saying? Like him right. twerking on the devil, that was wild. You I, know I what didn't I'm even give like, a shit about that. That shows how crazy my, I am. I didn't even care dis- about that. That shit disrupted my spirit for like two <laughs> seconds. And then I hearkened back to like, you know, um, satanic panic in the eighties when it was yeah. just like, oh, we're from to get you. Like, don't so play the record backwards. You'll hear a fucking seance. So like, um, we're from like, the, we're from even for even past that. We're from the new era of two girls, one cup. You can't, you can't, yes, uh, you can't like shake rapper, with twerking on the devil. And every rapper <laughs> having six 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 on his fucking forehead. It's like, yeah. oh, but you're so little house can't twerk on the devil. But you like literally walking around like on some six 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 shit. Just yeah. so off the like on, goth man. emo like look of it, you know. Yeah. Like hip hop has been borrowing from heavy metal and all that shit forever. Yep. You know what I mean? From from style and, and punk and all that shit. And that and that and that like really edgy, super like dark god shit like hip-hop is very tapped into that so it's like let that even let now that with like boy, little uzi vert and shit like that and marilyn manson shirts so and all like, that. let this gay let this gay guy <laughs> work on the devil right quick like i'm, I'm glad you said it because it's because i couldn't say it <laughs> they'd be exactly. mad at me i'm here to i'm here to you know I'm the queer voice of four things. No, I love that. I love that. Um, I, I appreciate. Like honestly, uh, shout out to um, to um, Nikki McKnight. Um, she was on the blind box, and uh, she's gonna be coming through four things to talk some crypto stuff. Also, Perfect. and she's also uh, like I'm. I can be very comfortable with her too because she's she's also part of the LGBTQ uh, community. And Alphabet and folks. It, it makes it very easy for me. Honestly, like. I, I feel like like y'all are are like the the most easy to joke around with. So like when Dave Chappelle's up here crying for like an hour and a half getting paid, I'm like, yo, like who, who are you talking <laughs> to? T- like hundred dollars a ticket. That's cancel. I want to be canceled. Hey, I want to be can- canceled. On my Twitter, me. follow me at someone P S K L M O N E. My bio on Twitter says canceled since 2015. Yeah, cancel me, please. Um. So, anyways, yeah. uh, the board ape yacht club. Um. <laughs> so-